0: Hey there! Happy New Year! How is your New Year going so far? I hope it's going well. I am heading back to Portland after spending about a week and a half with my godsons, who are about to turn two. They are so cute and funny. (laughs) We had a really good time with them. Um, But I am also excited to be heading back because we're going to be moving into our new house soon. I may or may not be getting a calendar to literally mark off the days. Um, I am. (laughs) This um, exploration period since we left Nashville has been great, but I am very ready to get settled in. So that's where I am. Quick reminder before we hop into what I have for you today that our annual online studio sale ends on Saturday, January 6th. So if you are listening to this in relatively short order after it comes out, then that's tomorrow or today, depending on when you're listening. So now's the time for sure. (laughs) Um, You can join right now for $17 a month, regular 20, or $147 per year, regular $197. And if you opt for the annual option then that is just about the equivalent of getting five months free at the regular monthly rate. So I would say it's a pretty good deal. (laughs) And this sale will not come around again until 2019. So it's for sure the perfect time to join to get immediate access to 150 plus practice videos, much, much more, as well as great savings. So check it out. I will put a link in the show notes or you can just visit curvyyoga.studio slash join. Again, that's curvyyoga.studio slash join. Okay. I just feel like I had a debut on NPR or something because I (laughs) repeated it twice. (laughs) Although I feel like if I was on the radio, then I would have repeated it like seven more times, but Anyway, (laughs) in the first episode, this season of the podcast, I talked about my 2017 word of the year and how I have worked with these words of the year over the years. So if you haven't listened to that episode and you're interested, you can go back in your feed if you're subscribed. P.S. If you're not, you can subscribe to Love Curvy Yoga anywhere you listen to podcasts. I will also link to that episode in the show notes. So my 2017 word of the year was sacred, and this past week I was going through some notes on my phone. Do you use the Notes app? I use it, but then like 99% of the time I forget that I have ever put a note on there. So I happened to be thinking, I wonder where this one thing is that I looked on my notes, and I did not find that, but I did find these two quotes that I apparently put in my phone over the year, so they... Would have made more sense to share in the last episode, but they'll still be good in this one. So here they are. They are both related to my word of the year, which was sacred. And I feel like these two just sum it up so beautifully. So the first one is from Hafiz, and it is, Now is the season to know that everything you do is sacred. And the second one is from Frank Osseseski, to know the sacred is not to see new things, but rather to see things in a new way. The sacred is not separate from all things. It is hidden in all things. Aren't those good? I loved those so much, obviously, and then I forgot about them, and then I re-loved them again. <laughs> and I feel like they really capture what I was talking about in the last episode about my word. So today I want to talk about my 2018 word of the year, but before I tell you what it is, I want to tell you how one showed up and that is early and when I was doing something else. So I was unloading the dishwasher in my highly glamorous life (laughs) and it just popped into my mind. It was like, bing, here I am. I yeah, I'm sure you've experienced this, but I cannot tell you how many good ideas I've gotten when loading or unloading the dishwasher or taking a shower or putting my phone down and just sitting in quiet for a minute. And Nick and I definitely do not make any big decisions without going for a walk and talking and walking it out first. We did a lot of walking when deciding to move to Portland. So I wanted to mention this to you because I think sometimes when we want to create something like a word of the year, we can get really, really focused on it and frustrated if we're not immediately sure what our word is, or if we're feeling a bit indecisive, and even sometimes a little bit down on ourselves. So there are lots of different processes that can walk you through finding yours, and I linked to some of those in the show notes last time. And I think those processes are really valuable. I always do them myself. But when I finish them, sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, now I have my word. But other times I still feel uncertain, or I have a few that seem like really good contenders, and I haven't totally narrowed it down. So I wanted to mention this to you in case that may be happening for you, that sometimes if you just let it breathe a little bit, if you hold it with an open hand, it might come to you at another time. Or one might just start to be on your mind more, you might think about it more, might just start to feel right rather than having this real, you know, super clarity about what it should be. So there's no right or wrong way to do this. Just wanted to say that. Also wanted to share it with you because how the word emerges has become a bigger and bigger part of the overall experience for me. So now that I'm doing this for the eighth year, I have learned how much trust is part of it. Not only trust that the word will show up and that it will become part of my life, but that it will unfold in unexpected ways and trust that it will show up as much or as little as needed throughout the year. So I don't have to worry if I forget about it for part of the year. It's just coming around as much as is needed. All right, so all of that to say, my word of the year for 2018 is communion. Like I said, a word had zinged in a couple months ago, and I was like, yes, when I had got it. But the more I sat with it, the more it just did not feel exactly right. It was really close, but I kept feeling like I just wasn't capturing exactly what I was feeling. So I spent some time with a thesaurus because I'm super fun at parties. (laughs) Just kidding. You know I'm not at parties, right? (laughs) I'm at home with a book. (laughs) So I spent some time with a thesaurus and journaled a bit and then... I found it, communion. So here's kind of what I'm getting at with that word. For me, communion is about deep conversation with myself, my body, my life, my closest people, you, nature, my new city. It's something intimate and deeply known. Actually, I almost chose a phrase this year instead of a word, and that phrase is most intimate. And I got that from a book by the same name, which of course I will link to in the show notes, about the Zen practice and perspective of intimacy, which is really about becoming intimate with life, getting still enough to notice our lives. So I think a lot of times the word intimate is something we think about mostly or exclusively in the context of relationships, and that's certainly part of this perspective, but it's also much broader. So I liked that intimate angle, but also wanted to bring in the conversation. I have a blog post coming out soon. It's been a while since I've said that (laughs) about what I have learned about body acceptance after realizing I've been practicing it for more than a decade. Side note, how fast does time get away? Oh my goodness. Anyway, one of the key things I've realized is that it's really interesting, but I feel like my general state these days is more or less body accepting. And that is not to say body shaming doesn't come up, but that when it does, it's more unusual, and that makes it easier for me to catch it. And before I started working with body acceptance, my general state was, Mm, completely the opposite. (laughs) So those things have been born from conversation with my body. And now that I'm in conversation with my body and life on a regular basis, I'm interested in exploring where things unfold from there. So, you know, that feeling, or you hear that phrase, communing with nature, that thing where you feel at one with everything around you. And maybe you're not a nature person, so maybe this isn't for you in nature, but maybe it's with your best friend or your partner or your child or when you're creating art. I feel that way when I'm knitting. Or on your yoga mat, on the dance floor. It's not really about the place, more that feeling that I'm thinking of. So that's what I'm getting at with communion, depth, oneness, flow, connection, living with the rhythms of life. And I'm real into the rhythms of life right now, (laughs) y'all. I have been, um, gosh, for probably more than 10 years, but it's just something that has become a more and more conscious part of my life. And I mentioned last time, we're going to be exploring that more in this season of the podcast, because I just have found When we can honor that, it just allows us to be even more human. When we're noticing, oh, this is how I feel this particular time of year. Here's what I need. I'm not wrong for wanting to rest during this time of the year or for wanting to be out and do more. If you're in the other opposite hemisphere of where I am, Um, this is just called life, So we're going to be exploring that here on the podcast and also in the first round of the stretch, which is our four-month practice cycle. And we've started it this month already, actually, with something I'm calling January Mind. And in January Mind, we will be exploring questions like, what do I truly need this time of year? What does my mind need in January compared to other times of the year? Because I don't know about you, but I just find that my thought patterns and the way my body feels is different in the depths of the winter than the depths of the summer. So other questions, how can my yoga practice support me and not the other way around? So everyone will be getting a reflection question every third day, and you can check that out on the Studio website. I'll link it to you in the show notes. But if you are a studio member, you will also get a suggested practice video that accompanies the question. And I intentionally chose videos that are all 15 minutes or less, and most do not require any yoga props. That way you can just make it really easeful to fit into your life. I know how important that is. I hear that from y'all. Continually, you want to make Practice part of your life, and that needs to feel simple. And I totally get that because I am exactly the same. (laughs) So then in February and March, you'll have regular resources just like you do now to deepen your explorations. And then we will take April off for rest and integration. And we'll start a new cycle together again with May body and September spirit. And then we'll bring it back around to what we just finished which is december wholeness. So in the whole year we click through mind body spirit bringing us to wholeness. And of course that wholeness is always there by just reminding ourselves of it even more intentionally. So that's part of my exploration with communion which is what am i needing different times of the year what am i feeling? And I am also working with it in my journal. So not just writing the word, like I mentioned in our last episode, but also a new practice I've just started the past few days. So I'm writing the word communing, and then I have a list. So communing with heart, mind, body, work, practice, and life. And so far I'm finding that this simple check-in just really comes with energy for me. What it really is, is a container for me to check in with myself on these different aspects of life, to be in conversation with them. And not only conversation, but continuous conversation. So seeing how things change from day to day really reminds me that life is full of ebbs and flows and things are changing all the time. So I I'm sure that communion will also apply to my life in other ways, but I don't totally know how yet. And I'm sure the same is true for you. And you could work with your word in your journal, talking with a friend, reflecting on it while you're doing the dishes. (laughs) Um, You could bring it into your yoga practice. I have a video for that that I linked to the show notes in um, our last episode. And 2018 will... Show me what my word has for me, and I suspect the same will be true for you. So let's close with one breath together here. We'll inhale and exhale. The light in me honors the light in you. Thanks for being here.